following podcast may contain strong language. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to Hallmark of Greatness Last Orders, the podcast where we look back into the films our Hallmark favourite actors and directors would rather forget that they were ever involved with. I'm Joe, and with me as always, the king of the big top and proprietor of the world's second best lady circus, Cirque de Mademoiselles, it's James! Hello! It's my showman and entrance. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> and he's on the run after escaping from his special shed and forming a crime-solving agency with a mountain lion. It's Planty. She wasn't a snake, lady. She was a worm woman. <laughs> if you want to follow us on Twitter at Hallmark of Greatness, and we are on Instagram and Facebook at Hallmark of Greatness. Also, if you want to pick a film for us to watch that isn't this... We're bad at this. Email. We really are. I mean, this was a last minute one. Uh, Mark did pick a good film, but I haven't had time to, to download it and distribute it. I mean, I mean, buy DVDs for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, after last week's Lady Barn, we have seen uh, a, a, there's been a, a, a big upturn in downloads, weirdly. So people really like women being trapped in barns. So we should fully lean into that in the future, I think. <laughs> Okay. You know, that, that whole genre of films with bad ladies. <laughs> well, if it's man's crimes against women that you're after, then welcome to the film this of is, today. This, I would argue this is a crime against humanity. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not hang around then. This week's film... <laughs> Please tell me that's the new soundbite. Yeah, we'll do that. Just you <laughs> imitating what it was. I can't Twop. even remember. Uh, 1980s Roadie, or The Roadie, starring everyone's favourite loaf. No, not Mighty White, not Hovis. <laughs> it's Meatloaf. James, please tell me what the fantabulous contraption has come up with this week. Well, first of all, it's declared that its name is the sleek future contrivance of dread. So we're going to lean into that today. Uh, it said, Rosemary Rody is a local barista who must go and see her niece's play or else Gene Simmons will come back. Oh, Things no. really get going when Rosemary becomes acquainted with <laughs> Gene Simmons will just come back. He'll just come back and hang around. <laughs> just waggling his tongue at you while you're trying to do some ironing. Um, <laughs> what are you doing ironing? What's that tongue, Gene? You'll get it scolded. She's just trying to... Uh, Uh, Things really get going when Rosemary becomes acquainted with Pete Johnson, a man who does something with his hands which shows an artistic side, but not too much, whose main quirk is that horses just really like him. Things really heat up when a reputation as a good Christian is ruined and the pair must work together. Will they secure that log cabin on the edge of a lake in an autumnal, mountainous, isolated part of the world? Don't count on it, sunshine. Uh, and there you go. I think the the good Christian bit is interesting because we haven't really had that. We've, I think we've had one film in the Hallmark, the regular series, where it's been overtly Christian. Yeah, they, they try the house and... and that woman couldn't work a hammer. Yes, uh, they try and like not layer it on so thick anymore because there are there is um, might not be Hallmark, but there is another company that do very very right on christian sort of hallmark film but hallmark attempted just be a bit like they had a gay couple last christmas you know you gotta move with the times one was that them i thought that was netflix 
No, I'm fairly sure. No. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, no, I'm sure it was. I think it was Two Men as well. I remember seeing a Christmas film, Two Men. But yeah, I thought, oh, it doesn't matter anyway. I mean, there's, there's more than one Christmas film. <laughs> but I, specifically, specifically a Hallmark one, uh, I'm fairly All sure. Right, okay. I, I, I can't remember what it was. I'm going to have to find it. progressive of them. And do it for this year anyway, because, um, yeah. Uh, that was the, the, the sleek future device of whatever's thingy. But the actual synopsis for Rhodey... A young Texas good old boy has a knack with electronic equipment, and that talent gets him a job as a roadie with a raucous travelling rock and roll show. That's lies, isn't it? Oh, yeah. He's just a man that shifts some stuff. He's a man that drives equipment from town to town. And suffers a lot of blunt force trauma to the head. (laughs) (laughs) Which apparently makes him function better than a... He's from Texas, so you know. Uh, No, he's good with, like, rigging things together. Because, like, he, he powers a concert with horse poo. And fixes yeah. Alice Cooper's by like putting a load of potatoes in a bin. It was very strange, but yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> it I mean, very strange. Yes. it was all very strange. Let's, let's yeah. Let's, well, let's I'm just going to point out this. this is the second oldest film we've ever seen, and actually this first comedy that we've ever seen. We've had things that have been funny by mistake plenty of times, but I think it was a weird dynamic actually that it was supposed to be a comedy. This, there you are. but it was very. Um, I think I texted you both and said like this has all the the, 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 the the things that are there to make it a cult film, but it just falls short. Yeah. Like nothing happens in it. It's like someone overheard someone talking about the Blues Brothers and then went to watch Convoy and got confused. <laughs> it, it's it's almost like somebody decided to write a second Blues Brothers film yes. and put it into an AI which then created <laughs> this which is still arguably better than that second Blues, Blues Brothers, Brothers 2000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no Blues annoying Blues child. Blues 2000, yeah. Oh, it's bad. I was so excited for that. I would have liked it if Meatloaf lived in the boot of the car in this. Like it's Spanky or whatever well. he was called. It's weird there must have been some sort of like fad for that because this came out the same year as the blues brothers so what happened they saw how good the blues brothers was in like pre-production and they went we're having some of that yeah oh and also the only comedy routine i know is benny hill we're getting ahead of ourselves (laughs) we're getting ahead of ourselves we are also everyone in 1980 massive nonce like nonce levels through the roof That, that that did absolutely Collapse this film. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, let's anyway. Let's, let's 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 wane into this uh, fetid swamp that is 1980s roadie. We open with armadillos on a road, so we know we're <laughs> in Texas. <laughs> it's not the worst opening we've ever seen. I love armadillos. My favourite animal. Okay. There you go. Any reason? Is it always because they look a bit sad? They always look like they've told you a joke and are waiting for you to laugh. <laughs> they've just come from, uh, they're, they're just fresh from that Clash video. Uh, oh, yeah. It's the first Ace music soundtrack we've ever had. It, I mean, it, it was all right. Uh, I, I mean, didn't much care for the vocals, but, you know, it was sort of like thumping rhythm section and everything. It's uh, called Everything Works If You Let It by Cheat Trick. I, I did make a note here, not Meatloaf. No. Right? And the only let- song Meatloaf sings is um, no yes no yes! <laughs> i held on for 105 minutes for a fucking meatloaf song you ain't getting it sunshine nothing absolutely nothing what i did notice was when when the the film started it was a metro goldwyn mayor lion where the yep. fuck was he last week in the terror circus <laughs> <laughs> but i think wasn't this after meatloaf had had throat surgery 
Oh, I don't know. I think this someone was telling me this today at work when I mentioned that we'd watched Brody. He says, I think this was after, and this was like him his his sort of comeback sort of thing. Or he couldn't probably sing, and so he was they were putting him in shit just to keep him in like the public eye. That would have oh, made right. sense because there's been quite a lot of like commentary on, and not loads of commentary, but there's been commentary <laughs> on this like. <laughs> You know, he's got this forceful personality and stage persona and they don't use it, you know. No, in this, he just comes across like a dickhead, to be honest. But uh, there's also, opening credits, everyone is in this film. Literally. Um, We get Art Carney, Blondie, um, Roy Orbison, like, Jesus. I love the bit where Roy Orbison shows up, but I'll I'll say... Roy Orbison looking like if you ordered Elvis off Wish. Oh, which I have. Um, oh, also, the, it was written by someone called Big Boy Medlin. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. So Big Boy Medlin came up with the concept for this, and that I think he wrote like a regular comic series in a paper or something. And what? He, this this person, Travis, was his character, and with a name like Big Boy, what was it? Medlin. Medlin. Medlin in what? Oh, Medlin. Um, Just Medlin's yeah, with think, the big boys. I think he, it's probably based on him in some Mary Sue-like way. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's It's got like three other writer credits, and it <laughs> didn't deserve that. Yeah, it's a big old cosmic gumbo of shite. Uh, and then my first note after that is, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> so, Art, Art Carney, I'd written here, non-union Martin Sheen, and some woman cosplaying <laughs> okay. as Luigi's mansion. Oh no, that's Alice Pooh. Apparently, yeah, just one, one character is surnamed middle name Pooh. Hey Mario, get down here now! Sung <laughs> like, himself in Luigi's mansion. Yeah, no, oh, I was, uh, yeah, she's... I was massively lost in all of this. Yeah, he's on like um, he's falling asleep with a cigar in his mouth with a load of granddad from Only Fools and Horses uh, televisions round him. <laughs> right, uh, he's got a train that goes round with cigars and an oxygen tank on it. <laughs> I well, quite like that souped-up armchair as well. That was quite. He's got good. like a like a Captain White style armchair though. That's <laughs> got like beer on it and like wind chimes and just shit. Um, and I think that oh, I get it now. What? Like Travis Redfish, he's like a, an inventor, isn't he? Yeah. All this stuff is yeah. stuff he's made. Yeah, to make yeah, his I mean, life better. Yeah. Right. At one point, it, he's on the phone to his dad, and his dad's like, "Oh, you should do this. Harness the power of bullshit or yeah. something." And it's right. like they're an inventive family. I guess. It's basically Texas's answer to Wallace and Gromit house. Cracking yeah. grits, Gromit. Uh, apparently, the external of the house is the same house used uh, for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it looks it. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. I mean, is that yes, still there? Do you reckon? <laughs> Possibly. Probably. I know someone. That, someone... Americans tend to hang on to even like the recent past stuff. That's true. Yeah. No, someone the found only it, past they've got. They found someone accidentally drove past Napoleon Dynamite's house. Yeah. And it's just like abandoned now. But oh. um, yeah, because that's in the middle of nowhere as well. But yeah. Um. So. Um. Alice Pooh. Hoover's her dad clean, <laughs> which again yeah. weird. weird. And then. Oh, what was he called? BB. Yeah. BB. Who comes in and she tries to suck him off with the Hoover. <laughs> Hilarity ensues. I saw all of this in German because I got <laughs> that link that you sent me 
Uh, and then it didn't work on mine, so I just found another version on YouTube, and it was like, "Get your first, get your first." And I was like, "Is, is it supposed to be like this?" <laughs> Better uh, film uh, in German, arguably. I would think so. Like whether the weather, the, the weather girl on TV starts out by saying, "Excuse me for being down there on the floor," and all of the dialogue is just like that. It's like, no, but that's the actual dialogue in the film. That's what yeah, she yeah, said yeah. in our version. Yep, yep. It's it's just like uh, it feels like they got bits of like. Um, airplane cutoffs and yeah, like naked gun bits, and yeah. just put those in for that because that's funny, isn't it? Yeah, um, it's just too many bits, too many bits. So he calls his son Travis downstairs, and lo and lo and behold, Meatloaf descends from on high on like a trapeze of some kind, possibly too fat to come downstairs. He's a big <laughs> lad in this, isn't he? It's like. He's eating all the redfish. There's none left. <laughs> it's this bit where they're in the they're in the van delivering beer, which I don't know where the beer comes from. Are they meant That's to be the, the brewers too? No, no. no. I've looked it up. What they would are yeah. redfish and son. If what was, what was, if you can mend it? Oh, if if it no if if it works if it's yeah if it it can work if you let it or something. Yeah, you can it, if you really if you want. want Jimmy Cliff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they're like mechanics but he yeah. delivers beer on the side with yes. his mate i think that's the, the skinny before he leaves he fixes his dad's remote control and all the tellies come on and one of the shows behind his dad is called karma sutra <laughs> <laughs> so yeah make of that what you will then they're uh, I mean, there along. are a few interesting choices in the background as i've noted a bit later on <laughs> but, yeah. uh, uh, this this line says i can dance like john travolto yeah like who I know, it's just, there's loads of that. I didn't even bother writing it down because it's just <laughs> and garbage. Yeah, but we get some sexy meatloaf in a truck dancing. Yep. Yeah. Because, again, watching this on one and a half speed, it's quite funny. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, they're driving along in this truck and they pass a Winnebago that is pulled over the side of the road, obviously in distress, and they laugh and laugh at the thought of helping anyone else. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he also he spots a woman, doesn't he? The only reason he stops is because he spots this child hanging mm-hmm. out the back window, winking does, at him. He like does that. an emergency stop for that. Yeah. Meatloaf's horny for children. <laughs> Underaged, <laughs> yeah. No yeah, one should be associated with this film. Yeah. Even though, like, the lady wasn't 16, which she claims to be later on. 25, they, the actress. 25, yeah. They still that. portrayed her as a child, yeah. which I don't know. Yeah. It's like, uh, we don't know that. that Leon, in it? It's just like, yeah. eh. she was she only a fucking 16 child. She's got the perm of someone 30 years above her age, though. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> But there's this this light. They're going to see Alice Cooper. They're going. She wants to meet Alice Cooper, and she's got. A While they're carrying like, Hank William Jr.'s equipment, yeah. and I'm like, what? Kind of, who, who are these people? But she, the, her line is, pig? yeah, <laughs> her line's brilliant. Uh, you never heard of Alice Cooper? Don't you read T-shirts? I'll give you that one. There's a, there's, a, there's a couple of very good lines in it. I will say, actually, the laundrette made me chuckle. Yeah. Um, there's some like sweet ass Santana music every time he speaks to her in like the first <laughs> act. If indeed it does have an act. <laughs> uh, they claim that the um alternator or something is broken and he fixes it with like um, some stones and, uh, and her leg. Uh, he asks for a nail file. This um Lola Booyah base Fucking hell. That's her name, by the way. Mr. and Mrs. Booyah Base. Inventor of, you know, the Booyah Base Millions. (laughs) 
the stock. They invented stocks and shares. Uh, oh, very good. She gets out in like a red swimming costume thing and to hand him this nail file and bends over and the camera like pans in on her ass. And I'm like, I don't like this. This this feels wrong. And then they're all perving on her. And I'm like, oh, okay. They're, her and Redfish have a heart to heart under this thing and he fixes the truck. And, and then they're like, can you drive us there? Why? How have you got this far without a driver? <laughs> yeah, there's another guy in there who's later known as Ace, but I just put him down as Hawaii Shirt McGee, and he's sort of like really pushing for that. She says, she pleads with him and says something like, I've got 20 different ways of saying please, and then just says please over and over again. <laughs> yeah, not even in like Chinese or no. French or anything. Yeah, there's a lot of that, because I think he says, um, what's he called? The man who's running the tour. Um, says, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. she has, she has, she has thirty ways to thank you afterwards. Mm, yeah, and I'm oh, like, Christ. are you whoring out a child for for a taxi driver? This is anyway. Meatloaf decides to get. We're going to call him Meatloaf because <laughs> he enough. is Meatloaf. I understand how this was Meatloaf was raised. Like they just found him <laughs> yeah. in the wild one day. Uh, he decides he's going to drive the truck and Hank William Jr.'s. Equipment. Yeah, it's, it's his equipment because I kept expecting him to turn up then and there. He doesn't. Uh, no, there is somebody called Bird who is a very lackluster character. Yeah, I don't know what he's for. There's also a guy that's got know. like metal wings on the side of his cap. Oh uh, yeah, I kept seeing him. Don't know what yeah, his name. I don't was. know what his don't name care. was. Doesn't do anything. But he drives. He, uh, him, and BB agrees to do the finish the beer and on his own, and then he'll pick him up at the gig, and yeah. then they'll drive home together. He gets there. They drive there, and. We get all this, I'm going to meet Alice Cooper sort of nonsense. Alice Cooper, who's she? Yeah. Yeah. Billie Holiday, I love her. (laughs) Um, He gets there, and then people immediately, as soon as this Winnebago pulls in, it's like zombies. Like, they're (laughs) at the windows of it. Ten people protesting the fact that they're two hours late. Two hours late. Um, So they go to Meatloaf. Oh, you need to help set up now. And he's like, what the fuck am am I, you skivvy? And they go, yeah. And he goes, okay. The the line (laughs) is... That's pretty much this film, isn't it? It's just that over and over again. You've got 10 minutes, precisely 10 minutes, or I'll rape your career. That was it. What does that even mean? So this is Muhammad Johnson, the great promoter. He's sort of based on Don King. Uh, Is he? He's supposed to be. The rape part, yes. (laughs) Well, allegedly based on that character. No, he's he, dead. I don't think, I don't think he's, he's going to sue you. I don't want the, the king dead. estate coming from Oh, he's, yeah, he's been dead about 10 years. Oh, okay. I mean, good and dead. fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> what do I care? But um, he was on Celebrity Deathmatch, though. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they've, they've pulled into Bob's Country Bunker. Yeah, I've also got that. Yeah, very good. genuinely thought it was because the yeah. stage and the thingy look very similar. To, to that and I'm like are they just using old sets like when the Blues Brothers finished filming they snuck on and filmed this dog shit in between <laughs> you um, look pretty damn stupid trying to eat meatloaf with no fucking, fucking teeth, teeth. <laughs> uh, he sets he manages to set up this this entire back line I'm assuming drum kit and everything uh, in 10 minutes which is impossible yeah uh, also, the drummer would come on and then fuck about with the drum kit for another half an hour. <laughs> drummers are ball bags like that. Uh, Hank Williams Jr. and his backing band, the good old Not Allowed Near Schools Boys. <laughs> or School Boys, even. Because, uh, yeah, they come on and, and play some tunes. 
And everyone's Lola having dances a... on her own to outlaw woman, outlaw which women. is the saddest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I know, and that's to the backing of country music, which is the saddest genre <laughs> that's ever been. We got both kinds here. We got country and western. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but she's just spinning like a top, and everyone else is just getting leathered and thinking, "I love. My... I'm going to have sex yeah. with my truck later." Yeah, we've all been there. Uh, yeah, Roy Orbison is also there for some reason, looking the most baffled I have ever seen. <laughs> How He's can you? By two He's goons. Got glasses on. Now, flanked by two Orbison goons who, who I think goon were there on purpose. Carry him in and carry him out. It's like the fuck. It, it's it's like C three PO on Endor. <laughs> oh come on! He was in the last decade of his life. I know, but I, he was. I mean, I imagine he was just off his tits, and he went, "Roy, you're in a film today." <laughs> and he went, and he just went, "Just drag me in and out. I don't give a fuck, mate." <laughs> I got a bit That's of a true story. Very but... close to the truth yeah a true story i've never admitted on any other podcast for you now lads uh roy orbison you know he of the big shades um i was certain until i was about 24 that because he wore shades all the time roy orbison was blind i was always adamant that that was the case in spite of the fact that he sang i drove all night which he wouldn't be allowed to do (laughs) if he was blind of course i was driven all night (laughs) (laughs) i was carried off this set all night Have you, have you met the goons? Um, <laughs> goons. Um, yeah. So and like she goes over and gets kissed by Roy Orbison, which really I imagine. Is. Yeah, I'm or someone gets kissed that. by Roy Orbison, which really? I imagine is just like a dementor coming at you. <laughs> um, and then I think Lola knocks over someone's drink. Yeah, that's right. The woman turns around and goes, "It's okay," and then goes to Chinner. But she ducks, hits another woman in a very Little House on the Prairie type, like, pinafore dress thing. And then a a bar brawl breaks out. But it's all women. And all the men, like, basically start wanking. (laughs) (laughs) Some guy gets a load of money out, starts taking bets on it. And, like, a a waitress in a white t-shirt gets two pictures of beer spilled on her. Yeah, yeah, you know. I was, uh, I ignored all of this. I was just thinking, oh, I hope Roy Orbison just wades into this fight and starts brawling. No, he can't. You'd have to whiz his dog round, wouldn't you? But this, this is where Meatloaf gets a job transporting equipment for, yes. from now on, in spite of the fact that he was two hours late to his first ever transporting equipment job. And the line is, he's got the biggest damn neck in the Southwest. And I've written, oh, Cornish, is he? (laughs) Uh, He's got a big neck, but as we'll find out later on, tiny fucking feet. Yeah. (laughs) He's like a Clefairy. (laughs) I'm glad you said that because I didn't note it down. But I did think that. Yeah. So anyway, this, this fight breaks out, um, and the only way they can calm the rowdy Texan women his little feet, sorry. <laughs> is is by Hank Williams Jr. and Roy Orbison teaming up to sing some song about Texas. The eyes of Texas. It's like the eyes of Marge. The eyes of a fucking potato. They get on stage. Meatloaf takes his hat off, and it's like, it's the patriotic song of Texas? But I thought that yeah. was like Yellow Rose of Texas. Or... I think they've just made it up. I don't know. Possibly. But I don't it seemed know. like a country right standard. In. If you're in Texas, Texas... If you've survived this long... <laughs> yeah, if you're not getting guns and a plane ticket... <laughs> um, yeah. Um, this happens. Everyone calms down. Everyone's like, thanks, Roy. And they just drag him out like weekend at fucking Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> but some other cowboy guy has taken umbrage to Meatloaf and challenges him to a fight slash 
charging contest? Yeah, it's like that mm. bit in The Simpsons where they put saucepans on their heads. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, they both sound like they're both like pouring at the ground and like a like, bull, yeah. Yeah, and it cuts to Meatloaf, and he's got little tiny feet like that Green Witch from Warner Brothers. Like it's, <laughs> yeah, they're just so small. Is that thinking... the bit you mean? Because I mean, I mean the bit later on where he's sort of like twiddling his legs when he's sat up high on the scaffold. Oh, well, I mean, his feet haven't grown bigger. <laughs> <laughs> See, later on in the film he wasn't like you know what I need bigger feet get me some clown <laughs> shoes mate <laughs> uh, no here he pours at the ground but he's got like their little like Homer Simpson feet and he pours at the ground they both run at each other bang their heads into each other like the other guy falls over Meatloaf's declared the winner of this mm-hmm. this traditional Texas battle <laughs> no wonder they lost to the fucking Alamo <laughs> <laughs> I mean there were chupacabras there mate there was so. chupacabras <laughs> Uh, and he's clearly concussed at this point. Um, Mohammed Johnson's like, you've got to get us to the airport now because fuck you. Well, you do what I tell you. Uh, he sits down with BB, drinks like a whole pitcher of beer. Lola drags him to a limousine where he's for some reason now chased by the police. Well, yeah, he sort of like goes and starts driving really fast. He's got like concussion or something. He's also drank a fuck ton of beer. Um, yep. So he just starts driving really, really fast. And, then, and this is and where they go through the mall and uh, Frank Ozzy's asking if they yeah. got Miss Piggy. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a Miss Piggy? Uh, yeah. New Oldsmobiles uh, ran early this year. <laughs> I've put that he goes like a bat out of hell. Uh, nice! I'm so oh, proud of it. The first one. One. I'm proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> He's also told at this point that he is a roadie and I've put, oh, name of film. Wah, wah, wah. Um, oh, double. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cops and chase. There's this whole Benny Hill routine through the streets. Yeah. Yeah, I've got. This feels oh, like it wants to be the Loose Brothers, but they didn't have the budget. Yeah, uh, they wreck. I think two cop cars. Yeah, one of them yes. randomly drives into another car uh, <laughs> and just bursts into flame. I was like, yeah. how? How? Yeah, how does that whole long sequence where this drunk man drives the car that's for sale, gets out of the car, locks up the car, checks his watch, has a bit of a smoke, <laughs> you know, gets out his lotto tickets and everything, wanders off, and then a cop car crashes. Yeah. into him. he had so much time to get out of the way. <laughs> That had very big, so it was it answered my eyes, Johnson sort of vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they drive into this airport and it's like a fucking heist film. They drive up the ramp of the plane yep. and the police just drive straight past. The plane drives off uh, and Meatloaf is pissed up and horny. So he decides to open the plane door and stare out of it. I think you put he was horny because he was just making... Uh, yeah, uh, well, <laughs> I imagine Meatloaf was permanently horny. He's just got that look about him. Like yeah. Michael Portillo. Ugh. <laughs> Oh, he's he's horny for trains, you know that. Right? Is this is this the bit where BB drives over the police cars as well? Like he's there yeah. to meet yeah. Meatloaf, and he drives over the police cars, and that comes to nothing. Oh, Absolutely uh, nothing. He just I drives he ha- straight into some police cars. He sort, of, like. he sort of grinds over the top of one of them, <laughs> and then just comes to a stop. Apparently, uh, at that point, you can see a ramp that they've put in. Yeah, I I probably. Didn't, I, didn't wanna, okay. I didn't want to watch it back, but yeah, no, they did no. that in a shit way. But yeah. Uh, they land yeah, in go. wherever it is they've LA. landed. Austin is is this not Austin, Massachusetts? I mean, sorry, Boston, Massachusetts. I mean, Austin, Texas. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. It was. 
But they're not in Austin, Texas. Yeah. Right, okay. okay. Which is as big, though. I, I this this, this right? film has broken me. Texas anyway, so. <laughs> I was begging for a Lady Barn this week. This is, I mean, this is it's only because you had to watch it at maximum at, at I normal I did have to volume. watch it at normal speed. Because yeah, yeah. Rachel wanted to see Alice Cooper. So I had to watch the yeah. whole movie at normal speed for two and a half minutes Wait, of Alice Cooper. How old Cooper. is she? Sixteen? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, at this point we cut to Corpus's... So that's his dad, his motorised armchair with a whole bucket of beers on the back. Yeah, he's, he's actually, that, that he, keeps getting better and better. I'm a the, big fan of props. The thing he's watching on TV says, nobody dies for comedy anymore, uh, except in this film, I would argue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, B.B. Muldoon and Alice Pooh. I think B.B. Muldoon's got like, a, he's got like a neck brace on or something at this point to signify yeah. like... Oh, the crash. Uh, the crash, but then it's yeah. never mentioned again after that. And him and Alice Pooh are sort of fooling around a bit, I think, at this point. I can't remember. I know, I didn't really get the point of that. I thought the whole point of it that was, so was that, that they were going to go out and get him and then there would be no No, I think hijinks, it was so but... that Redfish had to come home for the wedding. I think that's what yeah. it was. Ultimately, it was. You know, high stakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meatloaf's eating a few high stakes. Great. Um, Um, they land in this and meatloaf's like no i'm going home um i don't want to do this anymore i've got you know a family and a business and a job and she like starts crying yep a lot lower and he says the classic line why are you crying i didn't hit you or anything yeah jesus alabama man yeah um and he accepts being Muhammad uh, Johnson. Muhammad Johnson's good look white man. And I thought <laughs> this is just too it's too exploitative. To just <laughs> but of, of who's being exploited? Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she, at this point, they stay in a hotel room. She tells him that she is sixteen. Yep. Um, and she's saving oh, no, herself for Alice Cooper. She's saving herself for Alice Cooper. Um, which makes it all all the what happens in a bit all the more weird. We see Peter Frampton in the background, so that's exciting. <laughs> if you like Peter Frampton, everybody in the world had Frampton comes alive. If you lived in the <laughs> suburbs, you were issued it. <laughs> and they send Lola and and Meatloaf to go and pick up soap powder. Yeah, and like some equipment, I think. Oh, a, a wireless microphone and soap powder, which sounds like my drunk shopping, like. <laughs> <laughs> Can can either of you two confirm as as they leave in the hotel were the Blues Brothers in the background? No. Did you spot these two? There was no. like a, a, there's no. a skinny one and there's a fat. Was it the Narks? Yeah, they the were Narks right. Around. Okay, because I was kind of like yeah. that is that is like shameless. Right. Okay, but it's the Narks. I, I didn't pick yeah. up on that, but if that was the case, I was stopping this now because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not endorsing that level of, of shit. I can put up with plagiarism, but not shit. I'm copying. <laughs> I don't understand how the washing powder becomes coke and then. The the coat gets switched. Right. Want to explain what washing happened. powder that they pick up with the man at the docks is coke already. But Lola's like, oh, I need to go and wash all my smalls. Um, being a teenage girl. Yeah. Uh, so they go. He goes, oh, okay, fair enough. We'll stop in to the laundrette on the way back. And then she puts it in the washing machine, and she's like, this isn't foaming up properly. An old lady comes along. And he's like, oh, let me test it. Eat some of it. Standard testing procedure for soap powder, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> And he's like, this is fucking ching. I'm having some of this. <laughs> so she swaps it and she goes, oh, that's frothing up lovely now. And the old lady leaves and, go- and you go- Meatloaf goes, thanks, old lady. And she says, that's what old ladies are for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, I love her. <laughs> but I, I, what my question is, how did they pay for this 
with this I'm coat. Was it laundered money? <laughs> I, I was going to say, I'm assuming it's all on account, but I didn't know it was set up for a joke. Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, so, yeah, the Narcs come in and they are obsessed with that because they think, oh, that's cold. Yeah, me, um, they start patting Meatloaf down, but Meatloaf has no sensory function below his waist, so he doesn't realize he's being frisked up. And there's a yeah. conversation going At on. At this point, forth. Lola has told him that she's a virgin, and Meatloaf can't believe that. Because he's never met Surely a you're 25. Before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the, the narcs come in and there's this like three-way conversation thing where they're still talking about being a virgin. They're talking about drugs. And it's quite funny, but it goes on for about yeah, three minutes. Yeah. Problem with it, yeah. and, and it's, it's too kind of like, long. Will you stop saying narc? Yeah. It's, it's who's on first? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they decide to test the cocaine in an, another way. Not the old lady way. No, no, no. Nope. By snorting a fucking line of it. As you do. Standard drug. Not rubbing it into your gums. No. Uh, he realises that it's soap powder. They leave while he's spewing all this stuff up. Yeah, he starts to throw up. Fine, fine. That was funny. Good yeah. fun joke. Uh, they leave. Like we get the B-52s on the soundtrack. Not me. it was? Yeah, it was B-52s. It was uh, Give Me Back My Man, I think. All right, okay. Um, but the band in the back were not the B-52s. <laughs> the, the, the band in the back uh, were the mimes and an airplane pilot. <laughs> <laughs> I had absolutely no idea what was going on. It was the worst Warriors gang. <laughs> <laughs> it's the reject from the Baseball Furies and Neil from the Young Ones. <laughs> uh, she, yeah, um, for some reason, Big Mama Cass is in charge of this band, and she's like, "No snow, no show." Yeah. Uh, uh, Ace goes to reprimand Lola for washing her clothes. Meatloaf breaks his fucking hand and then harasses the band. In a plane by like chasing them on stage and yeah. sitting there while they play. Yeah. He also breaks uh, an aluminium pipe, which is quite easier to yeah, it's not that's, a, that's like wrestling pipes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a standard <laughs> chair at a wrestling man. Um they play a song and Lola is trying to leave or she's upset or something. And Meatloaf sees a picks up on my yeah. Meatloaf sees a picks up on microphone and they have this weird song at each other. Where she, yeah. she, he's like, I'm sorry, and she's like, ah, no. And then everyone joins in, and everyone's having a fucking wave with all these new wave kids pogoing around. It's Even very really, avant garde. It doesn't gel. It's it's supposed to be like dialogue to the background of music. It's very yes, no sort of thing. Yeah, but at it the end, work. like Neil on the keyboard, he's going, yes, no, yes, no. <laughs> and, yeah. it's like, also, why have we got a new wave band when we've had country and western? Who's booking this tour? This wow, is a Johnson, mate. I, I've I've written here the satin overground. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's good. That's good. It's better than any of the shit they came up with. <laughs> oh, wait until we meet Snow White later on. Oh uh, yeah. Jesus Christ. I was like, how is this a thing? Uh, and then then an earthquake happens. Oh, she senses <laughs> it. And I thought, how has she sensed an earthquake? But no, that's the thing that'll be picked up later on. So yeah, I didn't even realize that. She said, yeah. "Yeah, there's an earthquake. No one mentions that again." Nope. Uh, Everyone's okay as well, isn't it? So I think it's yeah, true. I oh, guess that, that happens over there, doesn't it? Uh, they're in the ho- earthquakes. They're in Lola's liberal. hotel room. She is preparing the biggest salad we've ever seen. Big salad. <laughs> it's a big salad. That's yeah. right. It's fucking huge. Meatloaf's yeah. flicking through the telly. He's watching wrestling. He tries to grab her fanny at one point. Uh, uh, that's British fanny, not American fanny. Yeah. Sadly. It means you're <laughs> The wrestling that's on Scratch TV, it. by the way. 
wrestling on TV, Southwest Championship Wrestling. Yes. All right, excellent. Looked it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Uh, Crockett, I think, wasn't it? But yeah. Um, he then, like, tries to have sex with her. He wants to do a sex. He wants to do yeah. one sex. Uh, <laughs> it's just awful. By throwing her it's on so the bed bad. and then trying to belly splash her like big fucking yeah. daddy. <laughs> Um, and she rolls out of the way and he's like, no, I'm saving myself for Alice Cooper. And then, Also a bad decision. I mean... A 50-year-old man. Yeah. It, 50 if he's a day in this, isn't it? Like, <laughs> uh, and then Meatloaf being a, I'm a nice guy, kicks the fuck out of the telly and leaves because yeah. he can't get a sex off a girl. That he's, and he's, he's going back to his room because his telly works. He's, he can watch wrestling there. Yeah. Pick that big salad up and eat that. You whore, yeah. he seems to say with his eyes. <laughs> He gets so angry that he then goes down to the pool where people are faffing about with a vending machine. So he just picks up the vending machine and hoys it in the water by throwing it into the pool. It hoys it and um, gets water on it. I think the drummer from Blondie is sat there. <laughs> yeah, that's um, with the newspaper. Yeah. And everyone knows you don't get water on the drummer from Blondie after midday. <laughs> <laughs> The, the next show is another country show, but the mayor has outlawed it due to an energy crisis. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. right. They, how have they gone <laughs> from one little camper van full of equipment to this, we got a big ass convoy across the USA full of all this stuff? It's, uh, I, can only, I can only assume Mohammed Johnson has sorted it out. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's something like Mohammed Johnson's Circus. I remember seeing on a poster. Or something Rock and like roll that. fun time. Extravaganza. <laughs> Lady Circus. <laughs> <laughs> Better film. Uh, Mohammed uh, Johnson's Lady Circus. <laughs> uh, starring yeah, Leroy Pike. Is it a Rick Wakeman concert next? Because there's all this like sweet ass keyboard action. No, because no, this is the really bizarre thing. Because like, so like, there's cops there. Mohammed Johnson tears up the the bill saying that they can't play. And Meatloaf's like, he phones, he's on the phone to his dad saying, like, I miss you, I'm going to come home. And his dad gives him just the right amount of inspiration that he needs by, like, uh, well, don't fall for the bullshit or something. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, light bulb moment. BB and Alice Pooh are, like, basically going at each other behind the back of the dad's wheelchair. He's like an owl. He can only, like, turn in 360 yeah. degrees. No, that'd be, that'd be horrible. <laughs> and then Meatloaf's going, oh, no, wait, hang on, I've got an idea. We can make the show go on. And then, like, because they keep saying solar power as well, but it's not. They make a contraption that doesn't make sense. So they burn the bullshit, which then reflects off some mirrors that they've got, even though heat, light, uh, don't know. And then that powers a wind turbine. I think it's, I felt like it wasn't supposed to make sense. It's like the lemon and potato contraption he comes up with later. It's, it's oh, just, is it supposed to be it's like a Heath a... Robinson contraption? That yeah, <laughs> it's it's uh, like mousetrap, is what it is. Yeah, yes. it's a it's a what they call those machines. Uh, good question. I have done it before on hundreds of things. Yeah, but yeah, it feels like it's supposed to be one of those things. I thought he just basically built like a, a very small generator. It would have been great on Scrappy Challenge. It wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have, he'd have tried to do one sex with that blonde lady <laughs> and then been kicked off. Uh, yeah, so they're all collecting this poo. They burn in a thing and everyone's dead happy. Blondie come on, the actual yeah. Blondie, mm-hmm. and play Ring, Ring of, of Fire. Fire. Yeah, again, not doing their own song. They, I know. Uh, Blondie are good. fucking brilliant, right? And were yeah. absolutely amazing at this time. Yes. And they do a Johnny Cash number. And yeah, it's just... You it's think not... for legal reasons they couldn't do their own material? 
Possibly. I don't even Maybe. legally think anyone should have been there. <laughs> yeah. It did feel like people just showed up. Do you want to be in the film? Yeah, all right. We've That'd got a couple nice. of hours to go. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately for Blondie, they were in quite a lot of the film. The, 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 the it next felt very grating on their nerves by the end of it. It's Blondie heavy. Um, so they're playing this song. Mohammed Johnson comes on stage and says, like, I'd like to introduce you to the man who's made all this possible. Meatloaf sat up top of some scaffolding, swinging his little baby legs. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yelling at Lola for being a whore, basically. Even though she isn't. She knocks on a lot of doors and goes, I'm going to go and inspire them. Yeah, does that mean blowjob? That's I what I thought. Or oh, just wanking them off. Oh. But then, when we find out that she's psychic, is she going in and going, C major is a good chord? <laughs> <laughs> like, is, she, is she going, Wolverine, bring me a pizza? <laughs> Yeah, like it's. I, I, I assumed it was it was wanking people off. Yeah, yeah. Um, whatever. And he's having to go at her for being like, "This isn't what you want. You should be with me." And she's like, "No, no, I'm happy." Mohammed Johnson introduces him. He falls off this scaffolding. Must be a good twenty foot. Yeah, through the stage, gets helped up, concussed again. That's two blunt force traumas in three days, right? <laughs> like, if he's not getting that thing that American footballers get, or Chris Benoit, then I understand Lola's reticence to hang out with him because he'll murder her. <laughs> Is he going to shoot himself. himself Shoot himself in a hotel room somewhere? <laughs> Again, these are all options available to meet Lola at this time. <laughs> he gets up, everyone's like, yay! And then he has to leave to do more he, dangerous driving? He's yeah. in a what they call a brain lock again. It's his signature thing of when he goes... Oh, because he keeps doing things state. like, who would win in a fight between a deodorant and an Alaskan yeah. bear and stuff. And I'm like, is this funny? Yeah, it needs like a kind of like because it reminds punchline to that. It ma- it's, it's, it's that never bit has from one. like extras, isn't it? It's like, would you rather have your legs cut off or one arm? It's it's yeah. the bullshit things that people you know do because they haven't got a personality. Uh, he leaves. Yes. Yeah, it just annoys me because people do it, and it's like neither. Uh, the other Rick, man, Richard Herring's was good. Would you rather have a hand made of ham or an armpit that dispenses infinite sun cream? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. The ham regenerates uh, <laughs> over time, um, and you can get enough to coat you and your family out of there in one go. So you can't manufacture it or anything. Anyway. Yeah, Blondie, Blondie steal him, don't they? Blondie put yes, him in the back they, they of their do. limo. They do, but when he goes off stage, there's another man with wings on his... That's the man from before. the guy from earlier. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. collapses on stage for no reason. No, he comes then, on and starts doing a bit. Yeah, and then Bird, and oh, then Bird comes was? on, and Bird, who is... He's not only the worst character, I think he's the worst actor in it. He starts saying something, he starts saying... In seventh grade, I used to be real funny. I'd say, Judy, 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 Judy. And then the audience just fucking pelt him with stuff. Yeah. And That's it was a so good disturbed. joke. <laughs> yeah, the classic Judy, Judy, Judy routine. <laughs> now, my, my question here is, surely, surely they should have got Meatloaf on to thank him before the gig. Because there's nobody coming on after him. It's like that Woodstock 99 thing where they <laughs> promised that somebody was coming on after Fred Durst. And it wasn't. It was just a fucking video of... The uh, 1975, uh, that, I yeah. believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, what is going on? Temporary joke. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're in the meatloafs. Um, they're in the back of Blondie's limousine being driven around. And we get some of the worst ad-libbed dialogue. I, I assume it was ad-libbed because there's no way Blondie were like... No, we'll oh, move yeah, that scene. Yeah, whatever he's on, I'll have ten dollars worth. I'll have twenty dollars. I carry a knife. Yeah, what? It... What did he? He looked 
terrible on this video camera. Like the like he 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 looked like he was turning into you know the guy in that first X Men movie who they turn into water. The senator. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah, what he, he looked like. He had a look of just it was this whole bit when it goes on for ages. I'm in the again. nadir of my career. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I would do yeah. anything, but I won't do this. <laughs> <laughs> That's well. true. Hammer uh, uh, <laughs> Johnson says that he's inspired to run for president. He wants to be the first black president. And then Ace says that he worked for Spiro Agnew. Uh, yep. Uh, yeah. Right. He, he wants um, Redfish to be his campaign leader. Yes. Because at this point, nothing fucking matters, does it? Right now, <laughs> at this point, they're just throwing shit out there. You know what, though, that would have had more of a plot than this. So fair enough if they'd done a film about it. Uh, and then they go to a swing bar and with Debbie Harry. Yeah, they're I, all all of Blondie are being cheeky rascals setting fire at a tablecloth. <laughs> um, everyone looks about forty-seven years old in this place, did, like. Did you spot what it was? It was the Salesman of America conference. And for some reason, they were selling tyres. There's a lot of oh. kind of tyres with like well, fake like Hunter S. Thompson plot. That would explain that big pile of tyres because I've got right. why, why a big pile of tyres. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Meatloaf and De- Debbie Harry's chatting up Meatloaf, and she's like, "Once there were outlaws, and now, and I'm like, Debbie Harry, shush. Like, I love you, but absolutely stunning. The the top of her powers, talented, fantastic. I think the she's there at the end. She does like a, you can oh, put cheese on yeah. the road too how, long, sort of thing. How how many drugs did they pay her with for this? Is I can just like, rest just sense the tiredness you. in her yeah. voice at this point. She's like, I just want to be done with this yeah. film. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Go home. Yeah. Um, they promised the me meatloaf. I thought it was dinner. <laughs> um, yeah. Lola comes in. She's knocked on the door of a camper that has Snow White written on it. Oh, which I assume was a band. You know, I think yeah. there was a band called Snow White. I still don't about drugs. What that was. Uh, she comes in surrounded by small people, little people. How far away are they? For <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Bolton, we're in in like. Clown outfits, though, like velour, shiny satin yeah, clown like outfits. Like a dressing gown, yeah. No, yeah. no, it was like a tracksuit, I think, with Snow White oh, written my, across the it. The quality on mine wasn't as good as the German version. <laughs> You're all in lederhosen on yours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, yeah, um, I don't know what this... Were they a band? Were they like a... a, a, a I mean, I'm not saying there isn't a band. You know, Peter Dinklage was in a punk band. but Was he? Yeah, yeah, in his college years. But they, yeah. So, all these bands that were there quite blatantly hadn't been on. Were Blondie opening this gig? Because that would be astonishing if so. Blondie were on. the support for Snow White. <laughs> oh, but they had, to, they had to put risers on the stage for Snow White because you couldn't see them otherwise. <laughs> yeah, um, it was just stopped. one of those things where it was just like, and here's another fucking thing. It wasn't like a set-up joke. It's just full no, of that. It's it was like just, it was just garbage. midgets. Great. That's, that's a joke, isn't it? Meatloaf yeah. tells Lola he's going home, he's had enough, and he doesn't want anything to do with Debbie Harry either. The fool. Um, yeah. So she stomps off, and one of the midgets sits down with Debbie Harry and is like, hey. And I was like, hmm, okay. <laughs> Lola stomps off, Meatloaf chases her, throws a tyre at her, and is like, I'm going back to Texas. I don't want to do this They anymore. both start throwing tyres at one point. you know. Like, yeah. it's, it's, and she goes, no, no, I need to go to, to New York. To, to meet Alice Cooper and he's like right we're fucking doing that then and she's like what he said right come on he drags her next day we're in New York I liked this bit I like this because it's well, he just of... dragged her around 
where he dragged her through 1980s New York City, which clearly they hadn't like prepared in any way. So it was just it's there. It's extemporary New York City. It was authentic. The fucking weirdest it could possibly be. There was something on in the background. There was a porno theater that just showed a film called Hot Child. I shit you not. <laughs> That was in the background. Is it starring Lola Booyabase? When you you mentioned weird, shitty characters in the background, you mentioned authentic, and I knew it was an authentic New York City because the Twin Towers were still there. Yeah, Uh, and it's always jarring. It's still really Mm. jarring to see the Twin Towers in stuff from before the uh, yeah before. Lots of of people jostling about, jostling to a car park, and there's like shit going on there. Like what? Loads of beggars, right? And I haven't eaten for three days. Of of course, they were still there because it was before Rudy Giuliani had all the homeless people murdered Uh, they get to the um whatever it is the roxy that um alice cooper is playing Mm. and he drags her in and he's like right here you go i'm off now and then everyone's like hang on that's travis redfish the best roadie in the business Uh, gets around yeah well Muhammad johnson you know his voice is so low it travels like a blue whale's <laughs> uh, well, actually, Lola does talk to some of the press while he's prepping his thing to beat the energy clamp down on rock music. Or oh, whatever. yeah, she does. Yeah. yeah. While she's wearing yeah. that weird, like, jester's outfit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I'll say that, like is that there, was a trend. John. there was a trend in the 80s to blame sort of environmental regulation on things. I'll go. Like, uh, <laughs> Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters is probably the most prominent example of it, where they're oh, of course, shut down yeah. from. Yeah, and all the spirits get released because of the EPA or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, the Environment Protection Agency. Yeah. So that's another one of that. That's just another way that this film right. is really right, shitty. That, yeah. yeah, just ripped off other things. <laughs> things that hadn't yep. happened yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that's ghosts. It was. She is psychic. So. Oh, yeah, oh God. So she keeps telling us. Uh, yeah, so he has to hang around and fix stuff by, like, putting potatoes, like, making, like, a potato clock like you do in primary school and... <laughs> And he also forces Cooper to commit to sleeping with a 16-year-old, and he He, agrees and says that I never break a promise. And I think bullies him into that, and I'm like, your arm's (laughs) right up behind your back there, weren't it, Coop? Yeah. Yeah. I call him Coop. Not to his face, (laughs) obviously. Um, Yeah, Alice Cooper shows up, uh, and he goes, there you go, do what you want with her, I'm off. And he's like, no, no, let's go for dinner. Let's go for an early dinner. And Meatloaf goes, dinner? <laughs> oh, after he's fought his way through all those balloons that are there. <laughs> yeah, he's, Alice he's Cooper. Leaving. Alice Cooper did. I found an interview where he talks about this film. And he said, well, actually, no, our shows in those days, a roadie would have loved to have been on those shows. There was so much going on. They had balloons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not balloons. They had a snake. <laughs> they had a big red cod piece, like cameo. <laughs> As me- so Meatloaf leaves because he refuses to do it, gets through all the balloons, and then they send all these New York cops to go after him. Uh, but there was, disappointingly, not a single Irish one amongst them. Ah, oh, <laughs> spinning his stick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they drag him back. He, he agrees to fix all this stuff. They go out for dinner, but Lola's too shy to speak to, to Alice Cooper. Yeah. So she whispers in him that she wants him to bring the snake and wear the leathers and all this stuff and the face paint. And he's like, fine. So they then have the most awkward dinner ever. Because imagine trying to eat like spaghetti hoops with a fucking python <laughs> like everywhere. No, it's nightmare. fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. are perfect for stacking a load of hoops on oh, and running off. Yeah. Onion well, rings. Slithering off. Yeah. There would have been a good emu routine there. Yeah. <laughs> God bless him. <coughs> they should bring that back. What was he um, doing on the roof? <laughs> 
I am him. <laughs> Green jelly. Where is my... Uh, Roadie do well, did it? Getting a second series. <laughs> no. Who is this for? <laughs> the three people that remember Fist of Fun. <laughs> three people on this podcast. Uh, so, yeah, and... Um, he's like, okay, you have to give her like front row seats, and then you can do her again. He's pimping out a child now. Yeah. Mm. Lola's gone full goth. She's got Alice Cooper makeup on. He sat on a chair in the aisle, which is a fire safety hazard. And the show's going off. They're doing the song. Oh, one of the worst. Like, well, I say not one of the worst Alice Cooper songs. They're all pretty terrible. But it's called like, oh, uh, pain. I think it's called. Let's have a sandwich or something. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> It was, ter- it was all about, I want to eat a sandwich. This, of course, was Madison Square Gardens, as we know. Uh, very, very disappointed, and I can't believe I'm saying this. Thought it could have probably done with some baby Godzillas. <laughs> would, it, was- would have been a better film. That was not Madison Square Gardens. Yeah, Madison Square Gardens. How did they... Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Um, After the show, more balloons fall, so some poor lads had to blow more balloons up than people falls. (laughs) Having had a go on one of those machines when I used to work for the council, it's a terrifying experience. Yes. (laughs) They never fully shut off in time, and you will get rubber in your eyes. I had to do that for the card factory, and people would hand me the balloon to then blow up. So it was very obvious when I'd blown that one up, not only from the massive bang that it goes from upstairs, but I'd have to go back past them to pick up another one. <laughs> My secret shame. That was bad. Can we job. move this display upstairs, please? <laughs> Uh, and he's like, right, now you've done that for me. Alice Cooper, uh, Coop's, uh, sorry, Coop. Redfish, Meatloaf is like, uh, I'm going to go home now. I'm going to take the bus home. Alice Cooper's like, nah, thanks for the help and the child. I'll buy you a bus. Did he, does Why he not say thanks for the help and the child? No, he doesn't he... say thanks for the help and the child. <laughs> At the dinner, he says, if you come and help us out, um, I'll buy you a bus home. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Why not a car? Because the gas mileage is going to be better on that, isn't it? But whatever. Meatloaf likes buses. Um, he gets on his bus that has Texas or bust written on the side. Lola's like, no, you need to stay and, and we can tour together and stuff. And he's like, no, I, my best friend and my sister slash mum are getting married. Yeah. <laughs> Texas, isn't it? Te- Texas justice. <laughs> uh, I have to drive this bus now from New York to Texas. Bye. Anyway, um, cuts uh, to... He said, have fun, Shaggy Alice Cooper. Bye. <laughs> uh, yeah. Really weird, phantasmagoric uh, Texan wedding scene. Q, go, now. Everything yeah. happening at once. Um, um, BB's drunk. He's like, fucking leathered. Yeah, he can't stand up drunk. Um, there's a minister there. The, the, like, the thing is, do you swear before Texas God and the law? And I'm like, that's not the order. Is no. that Texas God? Or Texas <laughs> oh like God? Texas, Texas from, God. Um, Open wide <laughs> for <laughs> some <laughs> chili. <laughs> Texas Pete from Super Ted is there as well. <laughs> I mean, Mark, that was a better accent than what most of these people were capable well, of doing. Yeah, and one one point is Alice Pooh. Is is she one of the, has she got one of those mouths that goes all the way backwards? Does her head like Mr. Fliptop head? <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. What is going on with That's her? That's a reference for nobody. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was thinking Zippy from Rainbow, but yeah, very um, much so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or yeah. Gina Davis in um, Beetlejuice. <laughs> yes! Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Lots um, of examples. That's what everybody gets. 
she, her dad can't get behind this wedding because his son's not there or something. But he's, I don't know. he's put a little top hat on though. Yes. <laughs> but um, he's squirting people or something with a little. Gun oh, or he's got beer. He's got beer out of a keg. Is what and, that is. <laughs> always yeah. a bad thing. Yeah, it's definitely. Goes are you squirting says, women or are you coming to my wedding? <laughs> You're always watching the TV. Would what? you rather squirt girls and watch TV? Yeah. Yes. Uh, he's like, I just need to see who's finished watch this wrestling match, I think he says, isn't it? Yes. He wants yeah. to know, he wants to know the result. There's some sort of sport. Yeah. Um Meatloaf shows up. <laughs> just just the... Sport. <laughs> Twenty-four hours. <laughs> Meatloaf shows up in his truck just as the vows are done. They release BB, he crashes to the floor. Alice Pooh does like a Lily Tomlin. Hey, ah! Like she just I'm married now. Um that's the last we see of that. Doesn't matter. Meatloaf goes in to speak to his dad. His dad gets him a beer from his special chariot that he has. Uh, and he's like, he's like, oh, well, thanks for coming home, but, you know, you're having fun. The phone rings. They've got a phone box in their house. So Meatloaf oh, yeah. answers it. Uh, and it's, uh, what? Yeah. Oh, okay. Can we have some privacy, please? His dad presses a button, which pushes the Inspector Gadget-style <laughs> phone box outside of the house. Yeah, yeah on this, on this kind of this trivet it's like bill and ted yeah it's it's very strange and he's like oh okay i'll come and get you um turns out that it's lola has decided not to shag alice cooper uh, she got scared uh she she missed she missed him she was oh. sad without him she was all she was doing was thinking about him now he set off three days ago to get to texas She's there, what, two hours after him? She could have flown. She... Oh, okay. I'll give you that one. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. Why did you drive there so I don't no, 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 I, I, At the time, I thought, I was like, how she got there? And then I was like, yeah. planes exist. <laughs> it doesn't explain why she's wearing an entire bear as a coat. Yeah. Um, Texas, Texas coat, in it. <laughs> Traps the cold air in. Is that just roadkill that you just wrap around yourself? Or something? <laughs> yes. Listen, we'll all be doing it this winter. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeesh. Keep it light. Temporary joke number two. Stop a go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> um, and yes, yeah, so he's like, oh, great. Let's um, drive around in our truck. Uh, and she explains, yes, yeah, she, um, she missed him. She couldn't do it with Alice Cooper because um, Viagra hadn't been invented at this point. And so <laughs> Alice Cooper's snake didn't work. She couldn't feed his Frankenstein. <laughs> it was poison. Uh, he does refer to her as a million dollar baby at one point, though, which made me go, hey. Why, why um, did she did she fall on a chair? <laughs> End up, he end up chewing off her own tongue at the end of the film. It's cheering, yeah. isn't it? It's, yeah, all right. Um, and she's like, no, no, uh, I'm not going to be... I ain't going to be a groupie no more. Uh, I'm going to be a psychic. And I'm like, where has this come from? And Meatloaf's face says it as well. He's like, was this added at the last minute? <laughs> <laughs> I suffered another concussion. Uh, and he's like, okay, fair enough. And then, like blinding white light hits them and i thought oh is it like greece and they've died and then this is them going to heaven um, no it's not lola says oh, it's aliens and their ship needs fixing and meatloaf turns to the camera and says oh did nobody get it no where's my life so much tougher than everybody else's he needn't worry because objects in the rearview mirror may appear closer than they are that's not the song. <laughs> um, he is a real dead ringer for love. He is Meatloaf. 
he's got a lot of nerve to come over you. And that <laughs> is, that's the end of the film. It just ends there. Like, yeah. I mean, and, in some ways, in some ways that felt very quick because I was like, oh, I just know what this is. I, I didn't need to skip through it. I just needed to not stop it to make any notes because it was... Yes. No, there's a lot of stuff not happening. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot Huge of driving waves of and... minutes upon minutes with nothing, with no notes. Um, but I will give this one. I don't know. Like it was. I'm never going to watch worse it again. Than last week. No, it wasn't worse than last week. At least it had some some charm about it. It just felt like everyone was on coke and threw <laughs> ideas into a hat. Like yeah. you know how the manatees write um, Family Guy. It, it felt <laughs> yeah. like that. it felt like that. Like there was just too much going on with no real thought of fleshing out the the scenes of it. So I'm going to give it one silver Snow White little person. I <laughs> uh, don't know about so. I'm going to give it. Uh, I feel like two bronze. I think I gave two last week, and I was being generous. And this is no better. This is no better a film. So two bronze uh, limpid snakes. <laughs> Uh, Alice Fallis. Uh, I'm gonna give it a bronze big salad. Oh, Ooh. that's a lot it of did have a big salad in it. it Fair was. enough. There was jokes in there. Yeah, that's what yeah. old ladies are for. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But then it also had problematic paedophilia, and at least I didn't hit you. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please keep that in. Please just record no. that and do that every week. <laughs> Okay, so that was Roadie, uh, 1980. Also in 1980, as I've said, Blues Brothers came out. We also had The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, Nine to Five, the film that spawned the TV series and the, the song. Uh, Airplane. What break stuff? <laughs> uh, yeah, um, it was filmed in Austin, LA and New York on location and released to almost universal one-star reviews across the board. <laughs> The budget was estimated at four million seven hundred four hundred seven. I don't know how to say that now. Four point seven million dollars. Oh, it made its money wow. back. Just just made its money back in worldwide sales. And I think they were expected it to be like the Animal House that it wasn't. Um, also, just because yeah. it made its money back, it means it lost money because it's been pretty much. Yeah, and, yeah, it's not four point seven millions in old in nineteen eighties money. It's like that's seventeen million today. It was a yeah, big film, crazy. big big film. That's four point five million pounds. Um, you, for that, you can get five thousand eight hundred and fifty-eight signed meatloaf guitars because they average about two thousand five hundred on the listing price. Obviously, it depends on the guitar that it's written on. It's not worth did, the guitar it's written on. Did, did meatloaf play guitar? <laughs> Doesn't matter. He signed. He was more of a piano dude. Cause... I think there's more guitars out there than he that he signed than he actually signed. But yeah. Uh, so because that doesn't sound <laughs> you know, very good, do you know it's a real meatloaf home when it's got a meatball rattling around inside. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, it would also buy you 2,636 Waitrose British beef meatloaves. Um, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It probably would have been more if I would have been able to get any that were in stock from Aldi, but they weren't. Oh. <laughs> um, and that's 1,465 metric tons of meat, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> that's what you like people to call it. Meat. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. It, it won um, two awards, though, this film. It, um, <laughs> really? 
it won Worst Supporting Actress for Rhonda Bates as Alice Poo. Um, and she said it for like five minutes! And harsh. still won an award. And Lola um, was played by Kaki Hunter, who won Most Annoying Fake Accent at the 1980 Stinker Awards. There you Ooh. go. Also, the she's st- called Kaki Hunter. The Stinker yeah, Awards! <laughs> no, they no longer exist. So who had the last laugh there? Yeah. Too stinky. I think they they not probably said it to the Rousies, which I'd yeah, I thought as well. Uh, okay, some facts about this one that I was able to glean from IMDb. Uh, Travis W. Redfish's house at the beginning uh, is the same house used in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We noted that one. Um, I think the bar as well, where all the massive fight happens, is Art Carney's house. They just ran out of locations at that point. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, I know it doesn't Art Carney's like got house. a country and western club in his house. <laughs> That's how he died. Um, the writers... <laughs> he died doing what he lived. <laughs> Putting on the good old boys. <laughs> the writers uh, intentionally set it up for a sequel, which would have featured Travis helping the aliens repair their ship so they could return home, which just sounds like... I mean, I want to see that now. Yeah. I mean, that it just feels like that bit in uh, The Life of Brian where they get souped up. <laughs> yes. yeah. It's that. It's pretty much that. Um, the filmmakers also intended to show the spaceship at the movie's ending, but the cable holding the, sh- the ship snapped during a test and the expensive <sighs> prop was destroyed. Yep. I, I kind of wish that that had been in because it would have looked so shit. Just I can like, imagine it being like a button moon style washing up yeah. liquid bottle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Quote unquote expensive prop. Yeah. Just on a little stick, you know. I spent three um, million on that and the rest on Coke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. It was directed by Alan Rudolph from last time. Uh, he did the Naked Barn, Kenneth, whatever. It was co-written <laughs> by James Big Boy Medlin, who was the founder of E! Entertainment. And as I said before, it was based on a regular column in a paper. It was I co-written... Mean, oh, go on. No, no, no. He's called James Big Boy Medlin. Guess what you're getting called from now on? <laughs> Fact in. Big boy fact win. <laughs> uh, New jingle was... coming in. It's big boy meddling facts. <laughs> uh, it was co-written with his partner, Michael Ventura, and pornographer Zalman King. Um, that, I mean, I think it was erotica that he made, but there's, <laughs> the, the page room on Wikipedia has some legitimate films he was in, and then the rest are sort of like readed out because they're bad links because it's definitely poor. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Alice Cooper from the Inside series in 2016. He's got this little series on YouTube I discovered from the Inside. He he sort of watches the film five minutes of it that he's in, uh, and he said he described it ambitiously as scripted and said that they were. <laughs> he said that there were even rehearsals at seven in the morning, six in the morning. <laughs> he also said that he befriended Meatloaf as a result, and two of them stayed in touch. For the time, he said, it was a pretty cool rock and roll movie. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't cool. I mean, <laughs> I mean to be fair, fun, like but... it's no worse than like rock and roll high school. Yeah. Like I in think, terms yeah. of, yeah, I think it would have benefited from the Ramones being in this. I mean, anything <laughs> so, yeah. benefits from the Ramones being in this. Yeah, exactly. Like, but, yeah. Arguably, they, there's more of a story in Rock and Roll High School. Yeah, and you've got like PJ Souls and yeah. stuff. Anyway, it was the first movie that Alice Cooper and Meatloaf were both in. Second time would be in Wayne's World, 92, 12 years late. Oh, oh not Christ, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Roy Orbison, so yeah, he somehow was in it, playing the Old character Roy Orbison. Roy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, according to Peter Lehrman in Roy Orbison, the invention of an alternative rock masculine, Orbison's contribution to the soundtrack, Roadie, seemed to me the overlooked turning point in his 80s comeback, which ended in 98 with death. It's hard to come back from that. You know, it's not Jesus. <laughs> uh, Mohammed Johnson. What's what played... his contribution to this? Him farting on a snare drum. 
Um, Don Cornelius played Mohammed Johnson. He had a long-running show called Soul Train, which Soul sounds a little bit like uh, Train. Jazz Train. Club. No, it, it was sort of that, yeah. but it was far. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it like the Aretha Franklin, kind of thing. Whitney yeah. Houston, other emerging black artists. Yeah, it was uh, the famous one where they get a corridor and you dance down the corridor. Is it that's that? The, yeah, that's the Soul yeah, Train. Yeah, I know that. Oh, that's cool. Uh, he later had a. <laughs> it's one of those ones where you say something nice like that, and then the next fact is just so horrible. He later had a chaotic and troubled life and died by suicide around the same time as Houston. He was also responsible for Nutty Professor 2, the club. <laughs> that is a roller coaster, isn't it, boys and girls? <laughs> maybe, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why he killed himself. Uh, did he have anything to do with Norbert? <laughs> Um, Lola, as I said before, played by Kaki Hunter. She starred in the Porky series of films, which I've not seen, but I think they were very popular. They're sex comedies. They're not great. Yeah, I think she's sort of famous for a shower scene. I was looking for an actual interview with her, but she wants nothing to do with this or any of her last work. She quit acting a few years later to take up whitewater rafting and building eco-homes, and I feel sure that she could be cast as a mum in a Hallmark film. Yeah, let's start a petition. Bring Kaki back. <laughs> what make the, America the trust all the shoes or the, the bringing, shorts? No, we'll do it to the tune of um, "Sexy Back." I'm bringing Kaki back. <laughs> she she's possibly in the thirty years learnt how to act. See, it's, it's oh, makes itself this. It's good. It's good. Ace was played by Joe Spano. Spano. He had Spano. serious acting roles in Frost Nixon, also Apollo thirteen, uh, and he also starred in The Brotherhood of Justice. Uh, 1986, <laughs> which is about a group of high school students led by rich boy Derek who are sick of school violence and start an underground vigilant group, Brotherhood of Justice. Oh, which sounds no. like it will prolong school violence. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only way to stop episode. violence is with more violence. <laughs> it's starring Keanu Reeves and Kiefer Sutherland, so that's. You've got to provide right. your own pillowcase. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel like a big man. Uh, he was also in Warlock Moon in 1973. Oh. Is that a sequel we... to Warlock? I don't know why we attract Warlock. There was a spate of Sinbad films, and now it's Warlock. So oh, <laughs> mate, if Warlock Moon's a sequel to Warlock, then we have to do Warlock at some point. I don't think it is. It is 1973, though, so it's the era. Oh, no, um, Warlocks. So, Meatloaf, I won't go into Meatloaf. Meatloaf's whole story, but because um, that would take fucking ever. Meatloaf also starred as a bus driver in Spice World movie. He did? Mm. After Frank Not his Bruno, biggest crime. After Frank Bruno dropped out because he didn't get any signed autographs, according to Mirror. While starring in the film, Meatloaf <laughs> apparently bummed a fiver off Mel B. It later emerged that he got the job after he joked about wanting to appear in the film and his agent just went ahead with it. I mean, if you wanted to edit that Wikipedia to a fiver, just uh, remove that. <laughs> <laughs> he just bummed Melby. Oh, crab fist. <laughs> oh, um, to be fair, like I rewatched Spice World not so long back. Don't judge me. What do you mean rewatched? Because my sister is of that it. age, isn't it? Yeah, and so I, I had to watch it. And it's like, you go, yeah, it's terrible. It is still terrible, but there is something quite naive and charming yeah, about it. There is charm. I think there's charm. It's got, uh, it's got Roger Moore in it, for God's sake. Richard E. Grant. A woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Richard, there's loads of cameos in it as well. What I mean, spice yeah. did you think was in the film? Yeah. <laughs> Old. Uh, Roadie <laughs> was not his first film. He had appeared the year before in Americathon, which is... A story told in narrative flashbacks. A young TV consultant is hired by the president of a bankrupt America to organise a telethon in order to prevent the country from being repossessed by wealthy Native Americans. 
What? That sounds <laughs> like it's going to be very racist. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it's, 1979. Mickey Rooney, one of the Native Americans, <laughs> spazzed all my wampum on a horse. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I thought you were, were going to say a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, fact out of hell. I found I I can understand why a lot of people love it because it has that thing of being camp and sort of culty. Oh, so yeah, if you slightly remember it from like when you were a teenager, yeah, if you probably watch it now, you uh, isn't great. But um, mm. plain and simple, bad by <laughs> Hellfell Seven Nine Two Four in March two thousand and five. The first look on the cover of this picture, it looks like a good rock and roll movie. But don't let the cover fool you. Or the fact that Alice Cooper and Blondie is in it. The storyline is just horrible. And the acting is also. <laughs> and my grammar, too. Plain, plain and simple, bad. So they've copy and pasted that. Uh, <laughs> it's not a movie about a roadie. It's just a thin love story. It's the only thin thing in this. <laughs> so awful that you see right through it. The only good thing about this movie, you just said there was nothing good about this movie. <laughs> Make your mind up, Hellfell7924. The only good thing about this movie is the soundtrack. Some good songs, and that is why I gave it 2 out of 10 stars. If it wasn't for the music, it would have been 0 out of 10. Yeah, I mean, the Meat Loaf, it's sorry. place, though. Sorry, sorry, Hellfell. But it was like Roy Orbison, and then the B-52s, and then and, and Wondy then, doing a Ring of Fire. And it, yeah. yeah, and then, what was it? Um, the, the Satin Overground, yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare, yeah. It Carry was, on, Hellfell. It was, no, it was the worst booked <laughs> tour. I've played gigs like that, where it's just you and, like, a shoegaze band and two guys with keyboards, and it's just no one's having a fun time, because it's... Yeah. Um, Meatloaf, two words, is a horrible actor. At least he was in 1980. So they followed his career and were like, "Eh, he's all right in Fight Club Uh, (laughs) and Spice World. (laughs) Uh, And the girl who plays the groupie isn't even good looking. Debatable. Bit harsh, harsh, yeah. I mean, let's see you, Hellfell7924. Put your face (laughs) out there. This movie was a huge disappointment to me because it makes a lot of good promises. Is I it? don't really think it did. It's got meatloaf in it. It's got blondie in it. It's got khaki. We're trying to bring backy. It's got fine. Roy Orbison and his two goons. Hired goons. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it is a weird one because I don't mm. think it's that bad. I think if you were at a, if you were at a party and someone put this on, everyone was drinking. I think you'd have a laugh with it. Yeah, like, it's not obnoxiously bad. They tried no. to make a fun sex rock and roll film, but and they no put a sixteen-year-old in it. Well, I mean that's they, the they put a twenty-five-year-old in it, but yeah, disguised as a sixteen-year-old. Yeah, disguised as a yeah. school. <laughs> <laughs> she really is a shit. Um, <laughs> in conclusion, that was nineteen eighties meatloaf vehicle roadie, gentlemen. Your favorite lines from the film. In the seventh grade, I used to be real funny. I'd just say, <laughs> What you crying for? I didn't hit you, but you hit me in the heart. <laughs> You've got ten minutes, or I'm going to rape your career. <laughs> That's what old ladies are for. <laughs> oh, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Anyone would think I'm really ungrateful for uh, the opportunity to come on this every second week.